Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Tuesday, December 20th, and this is People Every Day. Hey, you guys, Janine Rubenstein here. I hope your day is treating you well. I know there is a big snowstorm sweeping across the country this week, so I'm wishing everyone all the best on their holiday travels. We've got a music-heavy show for you where we're taking a look back at all the big moments in music news in 2022. Today, we're also diving into our cover story featuring the one, the only, Shania Twain, where she opens up about heartbreak, healing, and her current career renaissance. So much to get to, so let's get to it. We begin with a story that does involve mention of sexual assault. Yesterday, disgraced Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein was found guilty of rape and sexual assault in Los Angeles. After a 10-day jury deliberation, Weinstein was convicted of one count of forcible rape, one count of forced oral copulation, and one count of sexual penetration by a foreign object. Weinstein is already serving a 23-year prison sentence after he was found guilty of rape and sexual assault back in 2020. Weinstein could receive up to an additional 24 years for the new convictions. He was on trial after he was accused of sexually assaulting four women from 2004 to 2013. According to news outlets, the guilty verdict centered around a woman identified as Jane Doe No. 1. The former film producer was acquitted of a sexual battery charge relating to Jane Doe No. 2, and the jury was left hung on charges relating to Jane Doe No. 3 and Jennifer Newsom, the wife of sitting California Governor Gavin Newsom, who chose to publicly identify herself. Weinstein pleaded not guilty to all of the counts against him, and his attorney, Mark Worksman, did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. Our thoughts are with the victims and their families, and we hope they can find some peace and resolution. But let's move on to a story that lifts women up, right? It's time to saddle up for people's exclusive new interview with country music legend Shania Twain. Shania Twain is the one we will always love. She's this week's People cover star. And nearly 30 years after her debut album, the country music icon is opening up about her new music, her past heartbreaks, a major health scare that she had in 2018, and the renewed confidence she says she has now at this point in her career. There's a lot to get into here. So as Shania said herself, Let's go, girls. That song will forever be one of my favorite pump-up songs. Joining me now to discuss it all is the man who interviewed Shania himself, People's Senior News Editor, Jeff Nelson. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about Shania's new album, Queen of Me, which is out February 3rd. I know I speak for many when I say I can't wait. She opened up to you about her writing process in the pandemic. So let's take a listen to what she said there. My go-to is songwriting, spend time with music, cheers me up. And I decided that I would, you know, write songs that were making me feel up. So what else did she tease about this new album? I got a little taste of it before I talked to her, and I will just say it's very classic Shania. It is 
sassy. It's empowering. I love it. So (laughs) it was kind of born out of the pandemic. Like, obviously, the pandemic was full of despair, just really dark time for everyone. She said she had more time to write songs. I had more time on my hands to reflect on my attitude. It was a difficult time, obviously, for the whole world. And if you weren't careful, it could have really gotten you down. Mm. And I think it got us all down at some point. So it's very happy, dancey vibes. Yay! Oh, we need it. (laughs) So this is Shania's first album since she had open throat surgery in 2018. That must have been really scary, but she seems to be doing okay now. Take me into that story. There were about over seven years that she wasn't really able to project vocally. It affected her singing. She said she couldn't even like call out to the dog at one point. And she worried that she'd never sing again. So it was kind of this mystery illness. And then eventually, years later, she was diagnosed with Lyme disease from a 2004 tick bite that doctors believe damaged the nerves in her vocal cords. Oh, wow. So, I mean, over the years, she relearned to sing. There were lengthy warm-ups involved in physical therapy. And as you said, in 2018, she underwent open throat surgery to strengthen the weakened nerves. And she told me, I may not be able to sing forever, but right now I'm just enjoying where I am. Oh, wow. I'm so excited for her. Shania has had some incredible highs over the course of her career. She's the best-selling female country artist of all time. Her 1997 album, Come On Over, helped her make the unprecedented crossover from country to pop. But she's also experienced some devastating lows. Her mom and stepdad died tragically when she was just 22. And her first husband had an affair with her close friend, which are things she talked about. So, yeah, when she was 22, her mom, Sharon, and her stepdad, Jerry, died in a car crash. She told me that she went into survival mode after that. She had three younger siblings that she was left to care for and she was left to raise. So she told me, it was like, this is all I know how to do. I've got to support the kids. That gave me a new motivation and a fearless state of mind because when you don't have a choice, you've got to push through. And that's what I did. And she certainly, (laughs) she certainly did. Yeah, she's seen heartbreak over the years. In 2008, her 14-year marriage to super producer Mutt Lang imploded when she learned of his affair with her close friend Marie Ann. And she told me that it was a really low period in my life. But after that betrayal, she actually found support in Marie Ann's husband, Frederick, and they kind of commiserated together. And over time, they fell in love. It's a happy story now. They got married on New Year's Day 2011. They're still together. He was there at the shoot. Just seeing them together, like you can tell it's the real deal. And he's just such a sweet guy. She said that that love with him is an undeniable love. She told me that she found peace a long time ago with her ex. And after everything that happened, that she actually is able to have some gratitude for him now. She, They have a child together that they co-parented. And they're just in a good place now. Wow. Yeah, I, I, that I do remember. Just the news stories about how that all went down and the fact that they essentially swapped partners, but hers was lasting. Well, before I let you go, I want to talk about Shania's career now. She's loving where she is, and here's what she had to say about just music now. A lot of people are using this word renaissance, you know, it's like a renaissance period for me, and I don't mind this word. I find it sort of complimentary because all these years later I am here almost in a bigger way, presence-wise, as a person individually. I feel that. Just the Shania Twain renaissance. I love it. I'm here for it. Wouldn't you agree? 
I feel like it really started like five years ago. She'd put out her first album in, in many, many years. And now, I mean, she has this new album, Queen of Me, coming out in February. This past year has just been incredible for her. She had that Coachella cameo with Harry Styles in April, which really helped her win over a new generation of fans. And she had her Netflix documentary over the summer, Not Just a Girl, yeah. which reminded us longtime devotees why they loved her in the first place. <laughs> She's just amazing. Guys, you can read more of Jeff's interview with Shania Twain on People.com and pick up a copy of the magazine on newsstands everywhere this Friday. Jeff, it's always so wonderful to have you on. This was such a great interview. Thank you. Thanks, Janine. Let's go, girls. Coming up, we are continuing our 2022 retrospective this week as we take a look back at all of the biggest stories coming out of the music industry. Everything from record-setting albums from Queen Bee and Tay-Tay to Usher's hit Tiny Desk Concert. We're taking a deep dive into the music moments that were the soundtrack of 2022. But first, right after the break, we're joined by Salma Hayek-Penault as she shares everything from her holiday plans to a little Magic Mike 3 preview and, of course, all about her new movie, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It has been more than 10 years since DreamWorks Animations gave us a new adventure from the Shrek universe. I'm talking about our favorite feline, Puss in Boots. Well, just in time for that holiday break, Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek-Penault are back in Puss in Boots' The Last Wish, where they work together to try to restore Puss in Boots' nine lives. Now, I can talk to you about what to expect from this movie, or I can share that duty with my esteemed guest today, who also has another fun and highly anticipated film coming out for Valentine's Day in 2023, Magic Mike 3, you guys. If you haven't put two and two together, joining me now is the amazing Salma hayek Penal. Salma, thank you so much hello. for being here. Hello. Hola a todos. <laughs> hello, hello. Well, let's start with Puss in Boots. I mean, tell us about where we can expect the story to take us with this movie, The Last Wish, and, and how was it getting back to playing Kitty Softpaws? You really get to know her a lot more in this movie, in this last one. This movie has been a surprise in so many different ways. I think this movie is a lot better than the first one. And I really liked the first one. It was a huge success, but this one is funny also because animation has grown so much since the first one. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. visually, it's very innovative. And at the same time, there's some aspects of it 
of the salad is nostalgic and has a lot of texture. And also the story is great and the characters, they deal with a lot of issues that are very timely. And mm. they, they do it in a cool way and in a funny way, just like with Shrek, how when the audience saw it, the younger audience understood one thing about the jokes and the older ones another thing. They do that, but with meaningful themes. Well, well, moving on, I have seen the trailer. There is a very woman-empowering, smoking-hot take to Magic Mike 3. And you and Channing Tatum have an undeniable chemistry for this film. So how was it pitched to you? And what made you want to get on board with that franchise? My day at the office. <laughs> I showed up. There were 12 dancers because uh, with their shirts off and doing acrobatics and dances and that was like amazing and mesmerizing every day for a couple of weeks. I love my character and I get to work with Steven Soderbergh, but I love him and I, I, it's a dream come true for me to work with him. And Channing, who cannot be nicer and cooler, you know, he's amazing and we really got along well. It was a really fun job, and I think I made some good friends in that one. My character is amazing. I'm sorry, but in the other movies, sometimes the girls weren't, they didn't have one girl that was like an amazing character. So I read that script a little bit skeptical, but I love my character. She's fantastic. Well, before I let you go, I want to check in on you. What's going through your mind as we close out on 2022? I'm excited about Christmas. It's a time where it makes me feel Close to my family. We do one make-believe Christmas Eve with my family from Mexico. Mm -hmm. One make-believe Christmas Eve with my family from France. And then Christmas Eve is just the four kids and us. And it's always magical and special. I really enjoy buying gifts. I buy every single one myself. And I put a lot of love and intention in it. It also makes me think of people that are less fortunate. And I try to do something about that too, in a secret way. Do my secret Santa to people I don't know every year. And it's such a special time. I love it. Salma, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being here. And guys, make sure to check out Puss in Boots, The Last Wish out tomorrow and Magic Mike 3 coming Valentine's Day 2023. Thanks so much, Salma. Thank you. This has been the year in music across all genres, really, uh, from the good all the way to some very sad news. Headlines were in overdrive, from our favorite divas topping the charts to an A-Town artist who's all about taking it slow, and to a certain Jenny from the block who was singing up sweet tunes about her new husband. And as we get closer to year's end, it's now time to press rewind on the music moments and stories that had everyone talking. So here with me now to take a look back in music is People's West Coast Senior Editor, Melody Chu. Hey, Mel. Hey, Janine. Well, playlists went into overdrive this year, playing hits from, I'm going to call them the big three, Beyonce, Adele, and Taylor Swift. So what moments from this diva trifecta had fans in a chokehold this year? What do you remember, Mel? It was so good. All of it. I think Beyonce's first single <laughs> is exactly what everyone needed. Just that anthem, like, you know, you're not going to break my soul. Like, I'm, I'm just ready to, you know, be out in the world. Mm -hmm. I just fell in love. I just quit my job. I'm going to find no 
Adele obviously had her low point, which she very much owned and said, you know, this isn't what I wanted. But then she was triumphant, coming back recently with the show that she really did want to give her fans. And then Taylor breaking the internet with her tour and everyone's so excited about the next year and seeing all of them. Well, let's talk about another diva. Love was in the air this year and JLo made it known how she feels about husband Ben Affleck. And next year, she'll be dropping a new album, This Is Me Now, as a follow-up from her This Is Me Then album 20 years ago, back when she was with Ben. What did you love most about their 2022 love story? And how much of it do you think we'll get in this upcoming album? Maybe a cameo from Ben? What are you thinking? I just think he's genuinely such a big part of her life and story and inspiration these days. I think she recently revealed that he was signing emails with not going anywhere when they first started talking again, back when they were getting in touch, which I loved that. I hope we get more revelations like that, maybe on the album. She also looks better than ever, which is insane because she already looked so good back then. And now it's like she just is uh, just more beautiful. And that, and that love, she's glowing. Well, another artist who had an incredible year was Usher, or Ursher, as he <laughs> called himself. Um, there was his residency in Las Vegas, his fun feature with the City Girls on Good Love. But what had a lot of people talking, and me talking initially, was his tiny desk performance for Black Music Mom. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side say she got one on the way. I had the pleasure of talking to him on this podcast a few months ago. And I remember he talked about his love for his hits from over 20 years ago. So what was it for you for Usher this year, Mel? You and I were talking about his residency and how just fun that show was. And it was so interactive. And, and, and like he told you, I mean, he's sort of that classic artist. His songs, when you hear them, you're just taken back to that time. I don't know for you and I, maybe like middle school when you're like slow dancing with your boyfriend. <laughs> it's just so good. So good. And no, you're you're right. Like this was a resurgence year uh-huh. for him and in a musical way. Yeah. It wasn't about any headlines or or yeah. news or drama. It was just his music. Well, we of course lost talented artists, Olivia Newton-John, Naomi Judd, Coolio, Loretta Lynn, Betty Davis, Taylor Hawkins, Irene Cara, most recently Christine McVie. I mean, just all huge losses to music. Which one hit you the hardest and why? I think you might agree, but Olivia Newton-John, it took my breath mm. away when I saw that. It was just yeah. so heartbreaking because you and I have covered her for so long in our whole journey with cancer. And she was always just so positive and such a light and wanting to make a difference yeah. in the world. She was just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. That's it. Every time we talked to her, she was just a sweetheart. Yeah. Well, also multiple young artists from the rap community lost their lives to gun violence this year. PNB Rock was gunned down inside an L.A. restaurant, and then Takeoff from Migos was shot and killed outside a bowling alley in Houston. Have we heard of any steps being taken to kind of curb this tide that we're seeing? It's really sad. A lot of Lee's killings are happening in hometowns, and maybe hear a lot of other artists speaking up now in the community saying, you can't let down your guard. And there's something about the superstardom that opens you up to be vulnerable. I am glad people are speaking up more for these artists who are in these huge crowds or backstage or just with their loved ones in a bowling alley. And then suddenly life changes or you lose your life in an instant. And that should be discussed. 
Seriously. I mean, we have that greater issue of just gun violence in this country, but also specifically how it's targeting this community. Well, Mel, I don't want to end on that. What, what was your favorite, favorite moment, favorite verse, favorite whatever from this year when it comes to music? I know I'm a broken record, but I'm just so excited for Taylor's tour. We've been waiting what feels like decades now for her to get back on stage. I just am excited to get back into concerts even more with all these divas. And it's what I miss most, that energy and singing along with fans and just hearing those voices live. It's all I want. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Mel, thanks for coming on and taking a look back with me at, you know, the music industry and everything that happened in 2022. And if you want more from where this came from, check out People's 2022 Yearbook that is out on stands now. Thanks so much, Mel. Thanks. Guys, this last story is about a Christmas miracle. All right. Someone actually won an amazing gift at their work party gift exchange. Lori Janes is an office manager and treatment coordinator for a dental center in Louisville, Kentucky. And like the rest of her coworkers, she was participating in the holiday party gift game. That's when someone stole her $25 TJ Maxx gift card, which obviously is a devastating blow for any Maxinista. <laughs> so Lori followed the rules of the swap and snatched up $25 in scratch off tickets. The game ended a little while later, and the mother of two started scratching away to see, you know, what her haul was. Lori won $50 on the first ticket. Amazing. Think how happy you'd be to walk away with 50 extra dollars in your pocket. But then Lori kept scratching and proceeded to hit all 15 spots on her $10 hit the jackpot ticket and won the game's top prize of $175,000. As she recalled the big moment, everyone was going insane. People were getting their calculators out and double-checking. A couple of people even scanned the ticket on the lottery's app just to make sure. <laughs> James said she's planning on using her $124,250 after-taxes haul to pay off her daughter's student and car loans. What a great mom. And what an incredible story. Just unbelievable. And on that note, that's our show for today. Thanks for letting me be a part of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow on our Wednesday installment of People Every Day. <laughs> 